Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. So look, 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 you're not ready, you better get ready. And get your game face on. about to start let's do it let's go what up what up what up what sounds up, what like up? siri got a promotion now hey, she not hey, only works hey, on our hey, phones hey. but she works on zoom let's hey. go what up fans how y'all feeling siri. today how y'all doing we we are excited to be here today we we are we have a fun episode uh we got some things we're going to talk about but what we're going to uh-huh. start with is we need to calm down Coming down the uh, the 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 frenzy that's happening right now. A lot of people, uh, at you love to say, "Don't be a prisoner of the moment." Don't be a pri- don't get cuffed, man. And right now, I cuffs. I think a lot of the basketball world is in cuffs. Um, in in a couple of different series, but specifically in this series that we're going to talk about, Nets and Bucks. Everyone's like, "Oh, did you see the way the Bucks clamped down on the Nets? Oh, it's over for the Nets." Stop. It's neither one of these teams. Have done anything more than what they're supposed to do. You're not supposed to lose at home. That's it. You're you're not supposed to lose at home. So the Nets protect the home court. Great to the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, unless if you're the Clippers in Dallas, you don't win at home. (laughs) Unless it's Game Seven and you absolutely have to. Um, but the Nets went up 2-0. They protected home court. Good job. Now it's the Bucks' turn to defend home court, and they did it last night. But does that mean that it's over for the Nets? No, that's not what it means. All that means is that the Bucks did their job. That's all. That's literally all it means. That's all they did. They all they did was their job. And uh, kudos to the Bucks because they could have laid down last night. Um, they could have been like, "Look, this team is too good," and nobody's gonna blame us. Like they could have said, "Look, we're just gonna play hard. Giannis and Chris Middleton gonna get theirs, and it's gonna look like we tried." But at the end of the day, this team was too great because nobody, nobody except for me, thinks that the Nets are not going to get to the finals and win in the finals. Well, um, there's actually I, a lot of people picking the Bucks well, over the Nets right now. Well, okay. That's just like, even, bef- even before last night, they're like, no, well, the Bucks will beat the Nets. I don't know about that. I think, I think I thought the series would be better because I just thought Giannis on KD. I thought so the, the, the thing with KD is there's nobody like him, right? Like, he, yeah. like there, he's a 6'11 with handles. Except yeah. now you got AD, and you got Giannis, and you got Joel Embiid who can move and things like that. Like if Rudy Gobert is on Kevin Durant, it's a wrap, right? But if Giannis is on KD, well then yeah, now we can we, now we can do some stuff. But I guess I was wrong. I thought Giannis could could handle KD, not like and not stop him, right? Like Kevin Durant's gonna average twenty eight points in this series. But my thought process is: is he gonna average twenty eight on? Um, you know, 14 for yeah. 14 or no, 10 for 10 for 15 shooting, or is he going to average 28 on seven 
for a 25 shooting yeah. with some free throw. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to be efficient? Is it going to be efficient? Because if it's not efficient, now you're wearing him down. And yeah. at the end of the game, now he misses that shot instead of making it. Or now Kyrie has the pool. Now, um, now James Harden has the pool when he gets back. See, that's how yeah. you beat KD. You don't, you don't, you don't make him not average twenty eight points. You just make him do it less efficiently. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I mean, I like where you're going because that's the thing that people forget about Kevin Durant. Yeah, people are like, oh, he's the greatest scorer we've ever seen. Cool. Why is he the greatest scorer? Because he can kill you at all three levels. Yes, because he's he's you know a seven footer with a seven five wingspan and a high release on his jump shot that can hit from anywhere. Yes, all of those things. But you know what makes it so much more impressive? Because guess what? Larry Bird was was what six nine had a high had a high release on his shot was a mm-hmm. great score. Reggie Miller great score. Steph Curry great score. Like we've seen great scores before. Yeah. It's not like we haven't seen people. Kareem Abdul Jabbar has the most points in NBA history, right? Like we know this, we know people can score the basketball. What makes Kevin Durant so impressive is he's so efficient. He's so efficient. You know know who else is so efficient? Kawhi Leonard. I know we're not talking about him, but that man is efficient and it's ridiculous. Like I think he shot like 60% overall, maybe even higher than that in the Maverick series. Like overall, he was like a 60, 65%, I think. Which is like, crazy. That's, that's ridiculous. That, that makes zero sense. <laughs> and he's not a center, right? Like, yeah. It'd be different if he was just getting layups all day and like well, alley-oops. And you want to know why those two are so efficient? Like, okay, so Kawhi is not the three-point shooter that Kevin Durant is, obviously. There's not a lot of people in the NBA right now. It's a very short list of people in the NBA right now that are as good of a three-point shooter as Kevin Durant. It's a very short list. Okay, It's probably about five to eight people that you can put in the realm of KD. Um, Steph and Clay are on a different level, I think, uh, or I don't think I know Steph and Clay are on a different level than KD, like from KD, they're like a tier, you know, and then there's like a, like an a minus tier and that's where KD is. And there's not a whole lot of people that are in that a minus tier. Right. But Kawhi and KD have this in common. Like Kawhi will shoot the three if he needs to, but he doesn't love to KD will shoot the three if he needs to, but I don't even think KD loves it. Those two love to shoot. Those, those mid-range jumpers, those elbow jumpers, they love those shots. The turnaround fall away in the short corner. They love that shot, and that's mm-hmm. the most efficient shot. Outside of a layup or a dunk, that's the most efficient shot in basketball. And they take it, and they're, they're cool with it. And mid-range game, um, ever, since, zeros. ever since my boy D-Wade retired, um, the mid-range game has been dying. And Kawhi and KD are single-handedly or I guess not single-handedly because both of them, they're, they're like, hey, we're going to team up to keep the mid-range alive. And now look at guys like Donovan Mitchell. He'll kill you for mid-range. You, you have to keep the mid-range alive. Like, I don't I, – the, the game – and this is, this is a pet peeve. I'm going to take two minutes to describe my pet peeve. Go for it. People say that the league is changing, and you can't exist in the league if you can't do that, if you can't do such and such. Like – so my man, Stephen A. Smith, he's not, he, you know, I just watch him. Yeah, we're not friends. But he says Giannis can't play, he can't go into the postseason, he can't win in the postseason if he doesn't have a three-point shot, if he's no threat from the perimeter. I say that's bogus. Things only shift in the NBA is because one person does it and the league decides to follow suit. Do you know why Greg Popovich was so, they, the Spurs won all the time within the playoffs, but 18 years straight or whatever it was because he was like, I'm going to do my thing. I'm not going to try to adjust with everybody. So Steph Curry came in the league 
destroyed the three-point line and everybody's like yo we gotta shoot threes analytically we can hoist a bunch of them up as long as we get to 35 percent as a team 40 percent as a team 40 percent is great 35 percent is good right it's like no man look that's great and all but i guarantee you that if Giannis called up tim duncan right now and was like yo i need to learn how to get an 18 foot back bank bank shot I need to learn how to get a turnaround jumper uh, hook shot from the back, and I need to learn how to pass out of a double team. I guarantee you he'll never have to shoot a three and would dominate this league because, and then everybody would be like, oh, centers need to go to the back of the basket. They're back to the basket. Centers need to, you know, and that, it's like, look, the league changes because somebody decides to change it. But I'm telling Giannis, is, I'm like, Giannis, this is not a brick wall here. This is not a... This is not, you don't have to just stay. You don't have to be like, well, I can't shoot three, so I can't exist. No, get your back to the basket. Who on the Nets? Tell me one person on the Nets right now that could stop Giannis if his back was to the basket. Nobody, nobody, anybody in the league except for Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is probably stronger than Giannis, maybe, right? And so Giannis and Joel Embiid going back and forth uh ad i think he yeah, gets I hurt saying, too much i mean if, he, if, if ad's healthy, healthy if that'd he's be a healthy, good matchup you know that'd be a good matchup but i'm telling you call tim duncan in the summer and i'm i'm just i'm just saying because tim duncan was winning a championship when steph curry was lighting the league on fire why do you think if tim duncan played today he would need to shoot three-pointers to be a hall of famer no tim duncan would have his back to the basket get it at the elbow, be able to make the elbow shot, get it at 18 feet, be able to knock down a bank shot. Tim Duncan existed in the year of the three, right? He didn't retire to 2017? Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. Um, so anyway, that's my soapbox. Giannis don't need to shoot threes. I know no, I've said I... it before. He don't. Ha- he just don't have to. He, he just needs to have a post game. He needs to stop going with a head of steam, Euro step, try and dunk or lay it up i i agree with you that he doesn't need a three-point game he needs a jumper he needs to be able to knock down some kind of shot that's not a euro step into a layup or a euro step into a dunk it doesn't have to be a three-point shot yeah but if he can master the mid-range Giannis then mid-range is becomes better than zero two is better than zero if Giannis develops that mid-range because okay Fans, I don't know if you guys know that. I don't know how many of you guys like know basketball like that or love basketball. But Arlen what I've Buller. learned, like what All I've right. learned in 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 my time playing basketball, is that I, when I first started out, I was not a great three point shooter. And at you've seen me now, like I can I can knock down threes. And when don't I get hot, open. when don't I get hot, open, I coach. hit them in bunches. You know what I mean? Don't leave them but open, coach. It wasn't always like that. I was I was, quote unquote, I was Giannis. I'm I'm a layup guy. I can hit layups all day, but you, 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 you force me away from the basket. I'm a liability, but I'm going to pass the ball very well. And I'm going to play defense. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get other people like good shots and I'm going to play defense. And then I started to think, well, wait a minute, let me develop something. So I started developing my mid range. And then from there, it was like, okay, you can actually knock down shots that aren't layups. And then that helps with my confidence. And then, so I would just start extending what I was calling mid range. And then the closer I got to the three-point line, it was like, all right, well, the difference between two-point and a three-point is a, a line that's about two inches long. Why can I not step back two inches and knock down shots? 
And so then even with him, if he was just to develop a mid-range game, eventually that's going to help him extend his range. Because hoopers, like real hoopers, when they start seeing shots go in, they get hot. That's why you always hear, oh, "Oh, that was a heat check. That That was was a heat heat check. check. Why? Because I'm confident because I'm seeing the ball go through the hoop. And here's, yeah, and here's the thing. If he starts, if he loves the Euro step, one dribble, Euro step dunk, if he draws his defender out 18 feet because he's a threat from the elbow, from the elbow or from the side where it's eight. If he's if he's a threat from there, then he pump fakes, they go up in the air, one dribble, dunk. It it just yeah. opens up, it makes everything easier. Like he needs to be a threat from 18 feet and closer. And he we already know he's dunking, he's yamming on people, he's doing the Euro and the layup. He got that. We know he got a, a, a good handle for a for a big man. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you get an elbow shot, I, I wish I could call Giannis and be like, don't listen to these guys. Do not, don't spend your time just developing a three. Develop your jumper, like you said. And when you get a jumper, like, it's, it's just the same thing. It's like, it's like, why have we seen people that don't normally shoot threes and make threes? Because they Blake, were on fire. Look at Blake Griffin. Yeah, he developed a jumper. Yeah, and it was a mid-range jumper that he developed first. And now... You see him, he's not a great three-point shooter by any stretch of the imagination, but he you also can't leave him open. Can't leave him open. That's you know, because he'll knock it down. But anyway, all that to say, listen, Giannis, Giannis and the Bucks. I think I I, I just I want to calm down the frenzy of people writing the nets off already because it's like, look, the Bucks, all they did was what they were supposed to do. And if we're being honest, if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm not super encouraged about last scored night. 86 points last You night. scored 86 points. Chris Middleton and Giannis combined to account for what what was it like 76 percent or something like that of their points? 70 i think it's like 79 68 what's 68 almost 80 percent of their points Let me see real quick and do i mean math. i mean cool that's great but you know what else happened kevin durant started the game two for 10 79 percent of their <laughs> points yeah joe, joe harris joe harris was one for 11 joe harris is the best shooter on the nets he was one for 11 i, I haven't even looked at Kyrie's stats he was bad too you know, like the like the, Nets, the Nets were bad, and the Bucks won by three last night. And it was a point where they were down. <laughs> yeah, or down. They yeah. were down three. It was yeah. a minute twenty three left. Doesn't even make sense, right? It like, don't, man. Like you're down, and the Nets are shooting bad. They're playing poorly, and you won by three at home, and you're encouraged. If I'm a Bucks fan, I am not encouraged right now. I'm I'm not like I'm ex- I'm glad no. that we won. I'm hyped that we won because if you lose yeah, game yeah, three, yeah, you're yeah. probably gonna lose game four, and you, you don't no. want to get swept on your home floor. No man, and all it takes is Kevin Durant apparently to see one go in, because then yeah. now the next eight are going in. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, and PJ Tucker, I, PJ Tucker is doing a great job on Kevin Durant. He's doing a great job, man. Best doing, in, yeah, you know. But Kevin, I mean, here's the thing: Kevin Durant's still gonna get his. The Bucks have to figure out. Hey, we can't let Kevin beat us. That's what it, we can't let Kevin beat us. Well, okay, then we got to stop Kawhi. Uh, or I mean, Kyrie. Okay, well, so we just can't let Kevin and Kyrie beat us. Yeah, but it's like, I agree. you know what I mean. So, well, I, actually, I would not be super if, encouraged if Kyrie. If it's if it's throughout this whole series, if it's Kevin Durant or Kyrie, and, and Kyrie, I'm saying because at first I was like, yeah, just let Kevin Durant beat you. He can't score a hundred, uh, but I think yeah, he, he can, can actually. <laughs> <laughs> So my, I think Kyrie Irving could actually score 102. He's got a nice stroke. But I think with the with the with all the marbles, if I'm if I'm double teaming anybody, I'm double teaming Kevin Durant. Because at first yep. I was like, 
just make sure nobody else beats you and let Kevin Durant get his. Because that's what happened in the Maverick series. Luca the Don was just eaten. And then they were like, yeah, but somebody else is going to have to beat us. Porzingis? No, I'm going to go 12. Tim Hardaway? I got 20. Uh, Max Cleaver? I got four. <laughs> oh, dang. He was like, I got, I got five on it. I got, I, got a, I got a decent spade hand. I got four, you know? <laughs> and, so, and so that's what happened to the Mavericks. There was nobody else. Yeah. To fill in the void, uh, uh, and so that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, but Kevin Durant could actually just fill it up himself. So I think mm-hmm. you double team Kevin Durant, and you dare Kyrie to beat you. You dare yeah. Kyrie to beat you, and he can, he can. But what he can't, what I don't believe he can do, is do it as efficiently as Kevin Durant could do. No, I don't and think so he can either. Each time you have a way better chance to win the game, uh, if you're the Bucks. And you have a better chance to win a low scoring game. Like if I double team Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant only gets 25 points and Kyrie has 40, well then I'm okay with that because that means I'm gonna win this game. If yeah. if Kyrie has 40 points, but Kevin Durant only has 25 and he's been struggling, and you know, we've been double teaming him all night, you know, and it's it's up to it's up to Kyrie and and Joe Harris and Blake Griffin, we got this. Because I'm yeah. taking Giannis. If 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 you take if you take KD out of this situation, I'm taking Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew all day. Uh and think about this though. Think about this. They they accounted for 68 points. Do you know how many points Drew Holiday had? Oh, okay. How many points <laughs> Drew Holiday had? had uh uh-uh. So that's uh 77 points out of the 86. That means the other, <laughs> if it's not the big three, I guess, depending on how you're gonna describe them. <laughs> that means the whole other team only scored nine points, man. That's, that's a problem. Not, that's not good. That's a problem. That's so bad. Because here's my question: can can we expect Middleton and Giannis to do what they did again? Like, can we can we expect it? I I think, man, I think we can expect Giannis to go for it. Um, Chris Middleton. It. I think Chris Middleton, which. His okay fans, we had a discussion and we won't get into it right now. We'll have to save it for another time. Oh, I was gonna say we, we can get into it. I know, but it's gonna go I too love long. It. It's gonna go too long. It would go. We had a, long a discussion time. about is Chris Middleton a number two option on your team? And is Giannis a number one? Oh no, 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 It on a championship team. On a championship team. On a championship yeah. team. Yeah, on a championship. Can you win the championship with Giannis being number one and with your Chris Middleton being number two? I think yes, because I think there's levels to number one and number two. And whatever level you're on, you're going to need more help. So LeBron James is like – LeBron James – He's the Kevin alpha. Is they're the, the alpha. Is the ultimate number one option yeah, on your they're, team. They're alphas, for sure. That's why you see LeBron James take a 2007 squad that was that had no business in the finals to the finals. Man, That's I why you see say, LeBron James in 2018. Yeah, I would say no that team might have been worse than, than that 07 squad. <laughs> had no business in the finals. In the finals, right? That's why you. That's why you see that, right? Um, but Giannis, I think he's the number one option. Here's the thing: I think he's not on that same number one level, though, because I feel like there's, I feel like there's like a sliding scale of number one options. And then when you're number two, I think there's a sliding scale of a number two option here. You fit in that tier. So, like, check this out: if I get a hundred, or if I get a ninety, still got an A, right? I got 95. I still got an A. That's what I feel like the number one option is. But as soon as I get that 89, that's a B. If I got an 89 or I got an 80, well, I still got a B. On the report card, on my transcript, 
still gonna say a B, right? That's what it's gonna say. So I think that's how I look at it as a number one option. I feel like LeBron James, 99. Kevin Durant, 98, 97. But actually, I'm gonna say 95, because honestly, I've never seen Kevin Durant take a team anywhere. That's well, my take. Okay, nope. see? I mean. Yeah, and what they do? They blew a 3-1 lead. Oh, they did get to the finals. Though. Yeah, that's they got right. to the finals against they the Heat. They got to the finals. And they beat, anyway, they they beat the some six. good teams on the way to the finals, too. They, they beat some the good six. teams. They did lose the six. Okay, but that was to Le- LeBron in his prime, Wait. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh in his prime. Oh, I think they lost in like, five, though, actually. Not in six. Then they, they lost in have. five. But that's, what I'm saying is, and I'm saying, I'm not saying KD can't take you to the playoffs or to the West. I'm saying, like, championship, because that's what we're talking about. But I've never seen him do it. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I just think there's a side of scale. Anyway, I'll say all of that to say is because I think Giannis is going to get his. What I don't know is about Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton is about an 83 level two option, right? That's where I think that he's at. And, um, and I think, but it is so bad because Chris Middleton can play defense. And if he's hot, he will cook anybody in the league. Chris Middleton actually is like a baby Kevin Durant. Like he's long, he's lanky. Look at no, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's as good. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm talking about build and shot making, like shot ability. If he, if 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 you look at Chris Middleton and you look at Kevin Durant, how they're built, like they got the long arms, they they're really slender, and KD is taller, of course. But if you read, like, watch the way they shoot, watch the way they cook. When they got the ball one on one with somebody, they they kind of play similarly. They have a similar style. That's fair. It's just one of those things where it's like, man, he gotta be cooking. Like he can't be like zero for six, and then in the third quarter, be like, all right, give me the ball. Yeah, see, he's still so, he gonna go zero for six again. So, so that's but that's why I say that's I, we're not gonna get into this fans, but that's that's part of the reason I say he can't be a two on a championship team is because I need a two on a championship team is a guy that's going to show up night in night out. I don't need a two, like in order for you to win a championship, you need a two that's going to show up and it doesn't like, he doesn't, he, he, it, it's not a, Oh, well I'm feeling it today. So give me the rock. So, so I, oh, I saw my first five go in. So AD is a great two. But I, that's a one. I feel no, like but, he's a one. Well, well, no, because this, and this is what I was saying in our text, in our, uh, in our discussion. All right, fans, we got into it. We I, can't stop. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, into, here, I, we're I think I think AD is was suffering from Kevin Love syndrome. Remember Kevin Love in Minnesota? He's putting up stats, putting up buckets, and everyone. He's an MVP candidate. Yeah, but, I remember. But the team I, never went anywhere. They never went anywhere. I, I, and and it, I, it was just like that for AD in New Orleans. Well, they did get to the second round of the playoffs, though. But that was when he had Boogie. Uh, yeah, and Drew Holiday. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's. But here's the thing. Here's, so but it, okay. the second round of the playoffs. It, what you're playing for? But I'm saying here's what I'm saying. You're on a you're on a scale. So if if AD say AD is a 92, 93, uh, you know, 92, uh, 92 level um, grade one option. That means the rest of your team has to be better. Like LeBron James could have took Drew Holiday and 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 Demarcus Cousins to the finals, of, of course, James, yeah. right? But I think AD can, in my mind, is can I build a team with AD being the best player and still and still get to the championship? Yeah, I think I can. I think if you gave me all the players in the league 
and said AD has to be the best player. Well, that's what, no, 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 no. That's what that's what a number one is, right? You have to be the best player on the team, right? And so if you give me the players on in the league and say AD, it has to be the best player. Now create your team. Well, then yeah, I think I could. I think well, I could. I mean, yeah. If we're if we're saying hypothetically, right? If we're saying I'm hypothetically, I'm gonna. I can. I, I can pick from all of the players in the league. AD has to be my best player, and I'm going to build around him. Well, then, yeah, you're just going to pick mid to mid to bottom level all stars and put all around him. It's going to be a great you, job. Would you? No, 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 no. I'm saying that he there there can't be a debate. He has to be the best player, right? Well, but that's why I say mid to bottom level all star, like not right. the not the not the guaranteed. Like so I'm not talking so about be like uh, AD, and then like be like, oh, and I'm gonna get uh Kyrie and yeah and that makes sense but what but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like that's I in a perfect world if you could do that I'm saying in the reality of the NBA the way it is AD can't be a number one on the championship team I think especially not now because he gets hurt too much but yeah especially not now because he gets hurt too much but if you can build it you can but what I'm saying is what I'm saying realistically though so look at that team in New Orleans you had AD, who was the clear, clear yeah. cut, unquestioned number one. And you took Drew Holiday, you put him in there. Drew Holiday's a good player, not a great player, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't, I don't know that Drew Holiday will make the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that he will. If he does, he definitely won't be a first ballot. You know right? who they probably wish they had Drew Holiday, the Lakers. Probably. Anyway, sorry. Um, and then, and then he had Boogie Cousins, and that was before the injuries for, to Boogie and all that. Mm-hmm. That was when Boogie was. Boogie. When Boogie. Boogie. Yeah, when he was Boogie. So, it, but it was clear AD's the best player and Boogie's the number two, and they they only got to the second round. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like that that's my thing is if 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 it was second round exit is great, then cool, AD's your guy. But I don't think AD can get you over the hump as a number one. And I just don't think if you're a top five player in the game, then that count you count as a number. You you have to be a number one option. Like if you're like I, I don't I don't think you can hold that I don't think you can hold that that uh that um that title of hey I'm I'm number five you know top ten player in the game today and not be a number one option like well, I well okay so I, can build, so I can build around you if you're top ten even if you're number ten <clears throat> I can build around yeah. you yeah look at, look at the look at look at look at the Phoenix Suns right who's the best player on the Phoenix Suns Devin Booker easy Devin Booker okay now you say Devin Booker. Would you look at Devin Booker and say, like, if you just had Devin Booker, would you say, I can can I build a, a no. winning? No, exactly. But what what's happening? But what's happening? They well, have, okay. They okay. have it. Wait, they have as big a chance as anybody. Oh, of course. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they will, but I'm just saying they have as big a chance as anybody. because yeah. I think the Utah Jazz is gonna. I'm I'm, the I'm actually picking them to come out of the West. So I think the Utah Jazz is gonna get. I just think that way they play defense is gonna bother. Uh, Devin Booker. It won't bother CP3 because CP3 was made for this. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, they, I they, they match up really well with the Jazz. They do. They, they both do. It's going really to be a really good matchup. I, I kind of feel bad for Jokic, but he does have an out um, because Jamal Murray is not there. But anyway, so so what I'm saying is I, I think you're looking at the Suns and you're like, Devin Booker, but you wouldn't have said that a year ago. They're like, oh, Devin Booker, is you can build a team to take him to the championship. You, you wouldn't have, no, you wouldn't have I, thought that. I, but I still would have said he was the best player on the team last year. And so that's right, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If the number one option is you be the number one option on a championship team, then you have to be like, 
Okay, well, Devin Booker is possibly, he not yet because they haven't made it to the championship, but he is possibly the number one option on a championship team. Yes, yes. So we can say possibly, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is we've seen AD as as the number one and it wasn't great. Now, okay, this is what I'll say about Devin Booker. Devin Booker, his teams were always young. Right, like they were young. Well, he's young, he's like twenty-three. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like but but that's what I'm saying. They're young, and so everyone always said the Suns are going to be great if they can get a veteran leader, if they can get a coach on the floor. Now, who did they, they go get? Yeah, who, who they, they went Paul, and got the Chris Paul, who is probably the greatest coach on the floor, generation. right? Generation. Um, but that's what, and, and they went and got Monty Williams, who in my opinion should have been coach of the year, but it went to yeah. Tibbs for what he did in New York. Cool. Which, I still man. think I still think it should have went to Monty because if you think about it, they literally were were like the the ten seed in the West last year, and they came yeah. all the way back and were the two seed. Well, the Knicks just was trash. I mean, yeah, but but <laughs> so, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you and they look got home at court it, advantage, it didn't help. They did, any, but they did. It, it did not. The Trey Young is on a different level right now. Oh my um, gosh! But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, Devin Booker hasn't proven to me that he can be a number one, and he hasn't proven to me that he can't be right because he he hasn't done. Yeah. A, he hasn't been a leader. He still enough. has an option, but but, but would you say AD right is now, a, AD is better than? Would you say AD when healthy is better than Devin Booker? Right now? Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, I don't bro, on, no, I'm Tony. no, I'm being I'm being so serious. I, I really like right right now. If I had a if if they said this is a guarantee, you get to build your team for the next five years and guarantee both guys. Oh man. Healthy. I don't Which, know, man. You're not taking I don't, already I don't know, man. I don't it, know. I'm, throw the I really don't out, know. Because I'm really taking don't Devin know. Booker if we're talking about injuries. But what I'm saying, I don't. AD. But what I'm saying is, I don't know uh, because uh, no, because think about no, because this is what I'm saying. Like AD is AD good. Is in his AD, AD is great. He is in his prime. AD is great. Devin, but, but that's my point. Devin Booker's not in his prime. And he's already doing years, this. Though. You only get five years injury okay. free card. Okay, so he's tw- Devin Booker's 23 right now, right? AD so I get him until he's. I get him until he's 28. He's a champion. I get him until he's 28. What kind of experience that you need? What? Hey, but Devin all, Booker ain't but, been there. Well, but here's the thing. Yeah, he's a champion. Who on the Suns right now is a champion? Nobody. And look oh, what they're doing. Jay Crowder? No, no, he didn't. No, no nobody. He made it nobody. to the finals last year. Yeah, but he's not a champion. And look at what they're doing right now. I know. It's That's great. what I'm saying. That's I'm what, saying, what I'm saying. I think I'm taking AD. But but again, I've seen <laughs> AD. Five years of AD's prime. But what I'm saying is I have a big enough sample size of AD mm-hmm. as a one that I can definitively say, I don't think I'll get to the title with you yeah. as my one. Okay, so here's the thing. Max Kellerman says this, and I think it's really interesting. I want to see what you think. Um, he says bigs need another uh, need a guard so, because they can't go get their shots like guards. So they need a guard. So like Shaq, most dominant player, most dominant center ever, yeah. right? Um, but didn't win one with Penny. He needed Kobe. Didn't win one with Penny. He needed um, Dwayne Wade. Wait, yeah. You know. So so is that what Giannis is falling under? But even with Kobe, who got the Finals MVP when they were Shaq and Kobe? Like, oh, it was Shaq. It was Shaq. So time. Shaq was the best player. Shaq. But he needed a team around. Yeah. He and Shaq has. Guy. Shaq doesn't have any Finals MVPs. Let's just throw. Let's just put that out there for the fans so that they're not like, well, I mean. Um, Kobe didn't didn't have he he Kobe has five titles. I think he has two Finals MVPs, right? Yeah, well, I think so. 
You know what I mean? Uh, so, so yeah, that was what Shaq did. But then when Shaq was with Dwayne Wade, he wasn't like uh, I'd say D-Wade he was. was he was at that moment. Than no, Shaq. he was. He was. But Shaq was a little bit older. But Shaq was still dominant, right? And was but Shaq, it was, it was Shaq, a year. After, it was like two years after they won their yeah. Titles. But Shaq was also smart enough to say, "Hey, I'm not the number one guy anymore. I'm not the guy I used to be. Yeah. It's this young guy's turn. But I can be the best number two that I can be." And Shaq did that. Yeah, players turn into number twos. <laughs> that's and so funny. so and so that's so that's anyway. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about AD. AD was a number one, and he had all the promise in the world, and everyone was like, "Because this is what I think happens: people get drafted, um, especially lottery picks. They get drafted, mm-hmm. and they're drafted they're to be a number one." Teams, though, they're drafted to terrible teams, which is which is fair. And so, but what I'm saying is, AD was in New Orleans for how long? Uh shoot, maybe six, six or seven years, years something maybe, like that, something like that, right? And they, I mean, it's not, we're not going to look at them and say, oh, well, he was just on garbage teams the whole time. Like, for the, a big chunk of it, he oh, was. But then yeah. they put players around him. They put players on Drew and, Holiday and Marcus Cousins. And a second-round exit? Second-round exit. Well, you I'm see what I'm saying? Least, well, dang, Carmelo Anthony was never a, and, <laughs> never and, a number yeah, one option. And you, know, and you know what I say? No, 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 no. Again, AD was the number one. So the whole premise of this is, can he be a number one on a championship, on the championship team? team? For Carmelo Anthony, the answer is definitively no. And I will argue that all day long because his whole career, he was a number one. And how many championships does he have? But that's, but that, but okay. Okay. And you can't, we, you I can't say he was on terrible teams the whole time. No, he wasn't on terrible teams. <laughs> but my, my thought process, there were guys. So, like, in my mind, if CJ McCullough is my best option, then I, I don't, I don't think I can build a number. I don't think I can build a team around CJ McCullough mm-hmm. to where I can get players good enough. Mm-hmm to win a championship if he's my yeah. best option, right? Yeah. But if you say, give me Dame and then give me CJ as my second best option and then build a team around him, like people don't think the Portland Trailblazers can win. And I think that's crazy. I, I don't think I, they can either because they haven't. That's what I'm they, saying. That's because they, but we, we're not talking about have they, you're, you're, you're saying, we're saying, can this person be the best player on a championship team. Yes, like, Damian Lillard can. Yes. Exactly. And Anthony CJ Davis McCullough cannot. Can be the yes he yes he can. Like if okay, if I had to build a team right now, if I was like, if I was like, okay, give me A D. Then I was like, give me uh Chris Paul. Okay, then, wait a minute. Wait, wait is A D not better than Chris Paul right now? No, he he is. But what okay. I'm saying is you're talking about you're talking about in a lot of people's opinion, maybe including mine right now, the best point guard in the league. But is he, I'm saying he okay yes I I I agree I agree but what I'm saying is AD is still the best player right the offense is gonna flow okay. through AD not but but ball. CP but CP three is kind of a cheat code because any team he goes to they're in, instantly better like yeah. instantly well, better well then maybe he's better than AD maybe he's maybe he AD. is I don't maybe. know maybe so maybe can't use Chris Paul okay but but Do also we, I don't think CP three can be the one on the championship team no I don't I don't think so. He's great. And I think if we go on your, your grading scale, I think he'd be an 89. Yeah. But I don't think he can be a number one on the championship team. Yeah, that's tough for me to say, too, because I, I like Chris Paul. And he kicked our butts when he was in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I, I love Chris Paul. I'm a Chris Paul guy. Yeah. Donovan, okay, fans, real quick. Donovan Mitchell is my favorite player in the league. Why? Because he's Dwayne Wade 2.0. That's why. Okay? Dwayne Wade's my favorite player of all time. 
Donovan Mitchell's Dwayne Wade 2.0. So anytime if you ever hear me talk about Donovan Mitchell, so he has Mitchell, a better though, three point shot than Dwayne Wade did he, early in his He career. does. He does. But I'm very sub. I'm very like I'm not so biased to Donovan Mitchell that I'm like, oh, he's the greatest player ever. He's so good. He's great. Don't get me wrong. But right now, do I think he's the best shooting guard in the league? No, I don't. He's really good. I, I guess don't there's think he's a James the Harden. Even well, James, point James guard, technically the point, but Kyrie's a two. Bradley Beal is a two. Wait, here's the thing, a two. Here's the thing. Am I just is, I mean, am I am I just out on am I just out on Kyrie or do I believe it? I just I, I think uh, Donovan Mitchell is better than Kyrie. No, I, and I'm with you. I'm just saying these are the people that those maybe are the it's that because make I, arguments. I think for. it's weird. Maybe because I think it's weird that he doesn't show up sometimes. And no. doesn't have an explanation for it. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> and I'm with you. But what I'm saying is, these are players that people will make arguments for. Yeah, and and that makes sense. All, all of the guys we just listed are arguably better than Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Kyrie, Clay mm. Thompson. They're all I wanna arguably see, I wanna better. I want to see Bradley Beal on a good team. I think Bradley Beal can be the number two on a championship team. I don't think he can be the number one. Uh, I think he can be the two. Uh, uh, man, if he he's on that eighty nine to ninety, he's he's right there with me. Like if I so think about this, think about this. If the if you trade if you got the Suns right now and you trade Devin Booker for Bradley Beal, are they still in the same situation? No, I disagree. Devin I Devin Devin Booker is better I than think. Bradley Beal. Uh, <laughs> Devin Booker is better than Bradley Beal. Uh, I like Bradley Beal, but Devin Booker is better than Bradley Beal. Uh, I don't know. Booker uh, Booker is better than Bradley Beal. Uh, he's no, just younger. He's that's it. But but he's Booker younger and, for and, sure. And Bradley Beal has an injury history as well. Well, yes. Okay, that, that's fair. Fair. We got to take injuries you know into account. This you know is not fantasy so, land. So so but. it's Booker. It's it's Booker for me. If we're if we're talking just straight up basketball talent, they're mm. very comparable. I, I think I yeah. would put Bradley Beal like a t- Devin Booker would be like eighty eight. Bradley Beal is like eighty nine. Right. Wait. Wait, if we're going on this grading scale, that means neither of them are number one options. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm using that to say like where they're at comparatively. Well, you got to go 90, 91. I mean, we could go 90, 91. But, but again, you also don't believe Bradley Beal is the number one option. Yeah, exactly. So that's why that's I have why to leave Bradley Beal at 89. Fans, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. So <laughs> I told Cody the other day, I was like, man, part of me would want to build a team with you because we'd have no scrubs on our team. But the other part of me would be afraid for our budget, because it'd be no. like, yeah, our number two option is uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, our, first of all, KD is an unquestioned number one. Kevin first Durant. No, but here's okay, fans. James but Harden this is, is our number three option. Well, no, because this is what it is. I I would not want to build a team with like MVP candidates. Like obviously, if there was no salary cap, if if basketball was baseball and there's no salary cap, I'm signing all the MVP candidates I can. Why? Because I don't have I don't to worry know. about getting I, in trouble. I, I like the yeah, I like, but I like the I like the team aspect, like the Suns oh, and, and Utah Jazz, and I do too. Oh, and the Denver Nuggets, they the, those teams are what the uh, it's are what, those, what they're what sports the, is about. The, not Curry, um, but the Warriors were yeah, where they got Kevin Durant because all those guys are drafted except for I guess like Aaron Gordon, CP3, and things like that. But most of those guys are drafted, was built. And it's not like, hey, let's uh, combine mega superstars with other mega superstars. Yeah. And then, no, it was like, hey, let's get a really good team together. We're going to grow a big three. We're not going to sign a big three. And did you see what happened when CP3 got hurt? 
The Lakers won one, but I think they only won one after CP3 got hurt. Maybe, maybe they won two, but it was like it was one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, they, we still we still got to go. Yeah, CP3 got hurt, and the Lakers won two straight. But both of those games, CP3 didn't play. Right, but but then again, you look, you got Cameron Payne, you got anyway. We don't yeah. have to go through all good, this. We got good team, topics. but but if you and I were to build a team together, I'm. I, Again, I'm not saying I need every number one. I, you know, I need, I need all the number ones in the league, and the I'll make them number two or number. Uh, three. You know Kobe? what I mean? That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. Because I think you can win a title if you get a good number one. So I, I think Damian Lillard can be the number one on a championship team. So I would I say, okay, well, let's get Dame, and okay. then let's let's get a true number two. Who, but who let's get you, a, a true number two. Who are you? Who are you? Who would you put with Dame? With Dame. So the problem is, is I don't want to have to pay two players a supermax. So I would want Dame to be my supermax guy, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I think, man, at this point, you could. It's tough because he's a point guard, right? I think you could put a Carl Anthony Towns with him. I yeah, I agree with that. I was going to say Carl Anthony think, Towns. I think Cat can be a number two on a championship team. I, I don't think, think he can be your one. I do, I agree with that. Actually, yeah. so I, think I think Carl put, Anthony Towns yeah. is is a number two option. Now, I think he's the ideal number two because he's low maintenance as well. He's low maintenance, but if you're telling me Carl Anthony Towns has to be my best player on the team on the championship team, no, I think I could build. I think I could in a year. Here's what I'll say: in a year, I could build a team. I could build a team if you gave me all the players in the world. I could build a team around him where he's the best player. And some things would have to fall our way, but I could build a team that you wouldn't be surprised if they made it. Like, like, yeah, like okay, yeah, so yeah. like, so like the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz, right? Nobody's surprised that they'll probably be the Western Conference, you know, unless the Denver Nuggets have anything. I'm kind of counting the Clippers out, even though Kawhi is the second most efficient player in the league. Um, Paul but, George. Paul George has played. He's played better okay. in these playoffs. Is Paul George a number two or is he number one on a championship team? On a championship team, I'm uh, hot take. I'm gonna <laughs> blow your mind right here. Hot take. I don't think Paul George is a one or a two on a championship team. Whoa. I think he's better suited to be a three. I think he's better suited to See be. See what a third I'm saying, option. fans? Our our team will be legit, but also the most expensive team. Well, in no, NBA no, 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 no. Here's why I say I think he's better suited to be a three because we've seen him as a one on those Pacers squads. And they and granted they granted they ran into that that they heat squad, the all heat of that took them to seven, lost. took them to seven, all of that. Everyone except for the Mavericks and the Spurs. That's that's it. <laughs> you know, uh, but took them to seven. Blah 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 blah. But then when that Miami team disbanded, what happened to Pacers? Okay, but he pl- he didn't break his leg the same year that. LeBron went back to Cleveland. Wait, now we got to check that because what he go back to Cleveland in 2015, right? They 2014, won 2014. Let me see. When 2014. He was Paul he was back in Cleveland 14, 15. George, break his leg. 2014, 2015. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. But but the, and then 16, 17, he was in OKC or was he still in Indiana? Uh, man, I don't know if he came back that fast. Like I think he missed like a whole. Two seasons. Did he miss two seasons? Man, now I'm see. This is so interesting. How long was Paul 
George uh, injured. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh oh. Well, they said it took four to six months to heal. Ah, he was out for like a year. Yeah, I, I think I he think. missed the whole season, at least one. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. I I think so. And I think Paul George. OKC. Yeah, where he was a number two. And what yeah, happened? So we haven't we haven't seen and what, him. And what happened? The number one without the heat. <laughs> and what happened? <laughs> Damian Lillard waved bro, him off the court, bro. bro. That was such good defense. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, I wouldn't have guarded him out there. Like, Damian, like, no, like, oh, but, but that's the thing Dave. with this with the state of the NBA, you have to. You oh, have to well, pick him up at yeah, half court. In 2021, you have to, but in 2017, that I'm was not 2019. I'm pretty sure. Was it 2019? I think so. But you still got to guard him oh, right okay. there. You got to pick him up right there because because Steph was already lighting the league on fire, and Dame was, was Dame was a, but Dame was also extending his range. So Dame is deadly from everywhere. Man, but the game so, on the line, you shooting that far out, I'm like, no, I mean, I'm, today I'm, I would have guarded you, but two I'm years idiot. ago, I'd have no. been like. I'm, if you hit I'm that, close, that's you. I'm close enough. I can smell your breath. <laughs> no, you ain't getting that. He's fouling you out there. No, I ain't gonna foul you. Don't worry. I'm gonna play good defense. I'm not gonna foul. But what I'm saying, I, I I think Paul George is better suited, better suited to be a three on a championship team. Can he be oh, a two on a championship man. team? I I think he could be a two on a championship team if he got the right number one and if he and if they built a team well, then, that's that was what I'm suitable saying. for if him. If there's a possibility. For him to be a number two and still win a championship, then he's a number two. He's just not the greatest number two, right? So, like, but a great. But when number... I say when I say the correct number one, he he can't have KD. Like, he would have to have LeBron. I think LeBron is the only person that Paul George could be the number two for and win a title. And that means he's a number two in my mind. But he's, but he's, I, a, he's an. But I can't. But I can't count that because I've seen LeBron take two teams that were terrible who had didn't even have a three they had fours and fives and sixes and sevens and take them to championships yeah it's the it's he's the ultimate number number uh number one number one which is why i can't say oh if i partner you with lebron because at this point me you my son and your daughter could go partner with lebron and probably get to a title I don't know. He let me shoot too much. We, we'd probably get to know because eventually he would stop passing you the ball. And then you'd be like, LeBron, what's up? He'd be like, bro, you're missing everything. And you'd be like, all right, cool. I'm going to start back cutting and getting to the lane and just getting hacked. Great. Awesome. We would get to the finals. Would we win the finals? No, but I think LeBron could carry us to the finals right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like, man. I think LeBron could carry us to the finals. But it's just, it's just, it's, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, if you look at that team with Ilgowskis, I don't know. Like, well, the Galskis or Mo Williams, the number two. The Galskis was the only other All Star on that team. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I, okay, so yeah, maybe with the ultimate number one, maybe not. But so that's why I can't count when 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 I say with the number one, I'm like, all right, all right obviously LeBron can take gotta, anyone to a championship. You gotta remember though, too, like, like you gotta you gotta remember like your number three, your number four, your number five counts as well. And so if you got a good number one and a good number two, like like the so what the what the Heat did was great. What they did, they was like, guess what? We're gonna get two number ones and a and a low number two. And they was like, we're gonna win the title. You know, and we took our low number two and made him a high number three. And we took our 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 number one, but he's second to the other number one, and we made him a number two. But I don't think like you don't look at D Wade and say, 
how D Wade was the number was the number one. I think if you put like here's the thing, if you put Chris Bosh and LeBron James on a team together, what happened? Chris Bosh is winning. Uh, they, but, but, them but, but that's because he has the ultimate number one. What, so what I'm saying is when I look so at what Dwayne if you Wade, put D Wade and Chris Bosh on the team together? I think they could win because we've seen Dwayne Wade be the number one on the championship team. Yeah. And Chris Bosh. So what I'm saying is like Chris Bosh. So, so Chris Bosh is a number two. And I'm not saying that two. Chris Bosh would be better suited as a three. I'm Chris Bosh is a number two. He, had the he same, happened to he, he, he happened had, to be a number three. He had the same success <laughs> as Anthony Davis without without with with being the number one option right yes and so that's why i say chris bosh can't be the number one on a championship team anthony davis can't be the number one on a championship team. fans i i said it I said <laughs> it we wasn't gonna get into it because it's gonna take over the whole show and we done done it we didn't did it and it but, took over the whole show. but you're helping me make my point chris bosh no, not a number one on a championship team i anthony think we davis just, not a number one on a championship i team. just think i just think we <laughs> we we have two different ways of defining a number one i look at it as if i can build a team where he's the number one option or he's the he's the best player on the team and they can win the championship well then he's the number one option in my in my mind and is he the ideal number one option or like because if you're looking at the if you're looking at the nba and you're saying can he be the best player and win a championship well, out of the 450 players that play in the league, with well, yeah, I believe I can get a team the way I build it. And, like, you know, I don't know. Anyway, all right, fans, we're going to switch that's topics. Fair. We're going to switch topics. Yeah, let's, we got we to gotta switch up. We got to switch it up. Okay, now, here's the thing. I'm a, we're going we're gonna to talk about this for, like, five minutes, switch off it because it's not a huge topic, and then we'll talk about the Titans um, and Julio Jones. Um, but real quick, Naomi Osaka. Um, she withdrew from I think Wimbledon. Yes, Wimbledon. Um, because um she didn't want to talk um to the media. She gets um, and I don't want to phrase it like that, but that's for lack of a better phrasing. Like it's not because she was yeah. lazy, but she gets ang- anxiety from talking yeah. to the media with the cameras and the she, questions. She, and she uh, cited her mental health is what she yeah. cited. So. Yeah. And so the question is, should athletes have to talk to the media after, uh, mm. uh, should they have to talk to the media at all? My thought process uh, is yes. I think it's because, I think, I think it's not the, if you want to create a sports league where there's no media involved, then I think you should do that and you should play there. Like if you want to be the best in the world in that sports league, then great. Um, but I think you signed up to play professional sports where there is media, right? Yeah. And that's part of your contract. That's why people are fine. That's why people are, because you talk to the media, right? And yeah. so I think you have to do it because, because you signed the contract to play that sport yeah. uh, and that other requirements. Like I can't say, I can't say, yo, I don't want to drive, but I got hired to be a delivery driver. Uh, yeah, you know, or or it's like I don't want to I don't want to walk to someone's door uh, and deliver their pizza, but I'm a delivery driver. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I just feel like it's part of the job description, and so yeah. that's that's the only reason I feel like they should have to is because it's part of the job description. Now, 
can, can, do I now do I believe that sports can exist without without them talking to the media? For sure. I think in the age of social media and things like that, I think they I think it could I think they could exist um, without uh, them talking to the media. I think revenue would be way down. Uh, the only reason I know what's happening in sports sometimes is because I can go on YouTube and watch Stephen A. and Max talk about it because somebody had this, or I can watch them do an interview with this person or that person. I can watch the interviews after the game and get into the athlete's head of like, hey man, what were y'all seeing out there? Now, sometimes they're not the best describers. They're just like, yo man, I got the ball in my hand. I took the shot. And it's like, come on, bro. What were you feeling? Well, I just knew we had to do it for the team. It's like, come on. Okay. Get out. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, like, but they, that's part of the job. And so I, I think, I think there's different ways that like, I don't think Naomi Osaka has to leave tennis, professional tennis, because she uh, doesn't want to talk to, I think there's ways where like, if somebody was like, okay, media, here's what we're going to do. Write your questions down, put in the hat, <laughs> you know, and she'll read your questions and she'll do, she'll do a live or whatever. And she'll talk. Uh, with one person in the room, you know, her or her family in the room cheering her on, you know, anything that will lessen her anxiety, and we'll read your name from your person. You won't get to ask the question, but we'll say, hey, this is from ESPN. This is Rachel Nichols' question. How did you feel? You know, maybe yeah. that's how you do it. But I, 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 I think that if you want to be the best at your thing, you know, if you want to sign on the dotted line to play professional tennis to make your millions of dollars, the media is a part of that. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I it's tough because I'm I'm kind of torn in the in the wake of not on should they or should they not be required to. I think yes, they should be required to because the if they want to be covered, right? If so th how do how do professional sports teams make their money? Revenue. How do they get the bulk of their revenue comes from the TV deals, all those mm -hmm. kinds of things, right? And so guess what comes along with those TV deals? Cameras, reporters, media so if you're signing to say i want to play whatever sport it is professionally but i don't want to talk to the media well then what you're also saying is i don't really care about making the millions of dollars i just want to play the money i just want to play the sport because uh -huh. if you take away the media so i i, I have a i have a, a friend from my hometown um i think he's more of an acquaintance acquaintance his name is Roderick knight he was a running back in high school he's a really good running back and he went to play arena football for the I don't even think they exist anymore, but they used to be called the Syntex Barracudas, right? So one day we were like, all right, we're going to go watch him play, whatever. So we go watch him play. We get to see him after the game. He's like, hey, man, thank you all for coming, blah, 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 blah. Y'all make sure that y'all come back. Now, why did that happen? Because the Barracudas were not being covered by the media. There were no TV deals. So how did the players get paid? They got paid off of ticket sales and off of concessions that they took a, a cut of the concession stand, like mm -hmm. in, intake, right? But he's not, he wasn't making millions. He wasn't even making tens or hundreds of thousands. He was, he, I don't even think he was making tens of thousands at that point. So why do I bring that up? Because if you want to play this professional sport and get paid, you're going to have to understand that media is going to be a part of that. So yeah. you're going to have to talk to the media so that they can get, so that they can get, you know, the stories out there because fans, yeah. as much as we love our teams, as much as we love players, we also love narratives as fans, right? Mm -hmm. So, so think about, why do we why do we love Alex Smith, right? Like why did we why were we like oh so hyped about Alex Smith? Half of us aren't even majority more than half of us aren't even Washington football team fans. But we love Alex Smith. Why? Because all oh, the injury and he's not supposed to play again and he rehabbed hard and he came back and he's starting blah 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 like all these things. It was awesome. It was a great story, right? Yeah. 
like all of that was incredible but take the media away from that no one would have known no one would unless known. he yeah. unless he tweets it out oh i'm hurt you know but then it's like oh what happened oh well this happened but you know we the media drove that narrative right yeah. um so my uh, thing with it is athletes should yes be required to talk to the media but also i think that they should get let, so tennis is like a year-round sport right uh-huh so let's say i don't know how many major oh, tennis tournaments there are lily has a take oh okay okay all right lily what up lil what's your what's your take you don't have to it's it's recording from the laptop Oh, opinion on this whole Naomi Osaka biz. What's up, Lizzie? I'm just here to say that if you want to be a professional in anything, that does not automatically mean that you have to be a media professional. I mean, if we're going to hold her to that standard, then anyone writing a book, anybody in the scientific field, anyone that's doing anything in the world is then signing up to also say, okay, I don't mind being in front of the media. Should not be a requirement. Naomi Osaka signed up to be a professional tennis player. Mm-hmm. Why play her ding dang sport? Y- yes, but yes, but what comes with her ding dang sport uh, is, is media coverage. Is media coverage. Uh, <laughs> and so, can you can you say something, Cody? That's that, I mean that's part uh, of her contract though. Yeah. So that's like in the contract. That's in the it's in the it's in the contract um, of her thing. And that, what I do think, what I don't want it to seem like for Naomi Osaka is I don't want it to seem like one that she did the wrong thing. She actually did the right thing. She, because yeah. some athletes, what they do is they like, yeah, I'm just not going to show up. And that's not cool. Or they Marshawn Lynch it. <laughs> yeah, they get fined. They get, yep. they get fined. But did she didn't get, she out? didn't get kicked out. She, she left, which is the she good. With, she withdrew. She withdrew. Oh. So that was the good thing about what she girl. did. She, she said, Hey, look, I'm not comfortable. I'm having really bad anxiety right now. I'm not just not going to show up for work. All right, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. So I'm going to withdraw so I don't have to talk to yeah. the media. I, I will say, I will okay. say, I don't think that whatever the, whatever the tennis, you know, league agency, whatever it's called, I don't think they handled it correctly because I think the reason she withdrew is because they threatened her with a ban from Wimbledon if she didn't talk to the media. Yeah. Um, Which but, that, that and, is incorrect. But what happened was, I don't know if they knew at first. So what happened is, and, and this could be the foggy details. I think she didn't do it. And then they find her and then they threatened. And then it was like, oh, well, I have this anxiety. You know, I, I think the information was ha- happening. Yeah. I think it was a miscommunication. Potentially. I'm not a reporter, so I yeah. could be. Wrong. <laughs> I, I think there was potentially some miscommunication. But regardless, I think that the Tennis Federation, I think that's what it's called, handled it poorly. Oh, I, think I so. don't think you threaten yeah. her with banning her from a tournament for not talking yeah. to the media. You yeah, which, find her, cool. Which, which they wouldn't. No, they she's, she's the world number one. You're not banning her. You're not banning her. You think Wimbledon is gonna? If Naomi Osaka could never come back, you think? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. But, but, but that's it, my point. That's my thing. Is I think professional athletes in their contract absolutely. should have built-in mulligans, right? I don't know how many t- tennis tournaments there are in a year, but let's, for the sake of the argument, let's say there's 25 tournaments, right? I think you should get five mulligans, right? Because every, every other profession in the world, if you're having a bad day, you can call in sick. Hey, you can call in sick. I, I'm just, and, and sometimes people call in sick and they're not even sick. They just, they needed a mental health day. I think it should be the same way for athletes. I think that they, which athletes have media requirements. I don't know what, yeah. what it is, but 
let's say in 25 tournaments, you're required to talk to reporters 10 times. For me, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do it the first 10 tournaments, and then I'm not obligated after that. I got 15 tournaments where I just get to lock in and play tennis, right? But also, I think she should have a mulligan, like at least five mulligans in there where she's like, one day maybe she's just not feeling it. Maybe she's having a bad day, and she's like, hey, I'm going to use yeah, one of my mulligans I definitely think it could be better. I think with the height in the, uh, uh, of awareness with mental health, Mm-hmm. I think it like people need to start like okay let's restructure these contracts, but I think something that Lily just said, uh, Lily's my wife fans, um, which I think could be a misconception, is that um, uh, she said she's not she shouldn't be expected to be a professional uh, spokesperson or I forget, I forget media I person media person, but we don't when we connect as fans. We don't, I, I'm not necessarily, like I joked about like, oh, I just shot the ball and I took it. But that's real. That's real. Like we don't want you to be professional and have to say everything right. You know, it says, okay, Naomi, how do you feel? I just lost. How do you think I feel? Okay, that's real. Okay, bet. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that's what we, that's what we want. Like that's, that's yeah. like, like don't, don't be like, yeah, I, I feel okay. You know, uh no it's how do you think i feel i feel i feel bad i lost or yeah. i won i'm excited you know be a we, be a real person that's what we want and so be a, and be I, a human and so yeah I, and and i don't want people to think like i'm being insensitive <clears throat> because i don't want i i think i think now that with the heightened sense of anxiety and just mental health things i think there should be some when you go sign your contracts your your business person should say hey we we need this in our contract you know, we need this in our contract. My business, our business person should say, hey, we need this. We, we need that. We need this. We need this. And so I think mental health awareness should be in that contract because I don't think there's only one way to do media questions. But I think if you signed up to play the sport, then you have to. Like, I can't, like I can't sign up to play football and say, I don't want to get tackled. Like, I, I can't unless I'm like, like, I don't know. I just, I, I can't say, I, I don't want to say, sign up to play football and say, oh, I don't want to get hit. I'm going to get hit. That's part of the sport. Like, I, I sign up to play professional football. I'm going to get hit. I can't say, I don't want to get scored on in the NBA. I'm going to get scored on. Like, I can try and stop it, but I'm going to just get this part of the, it's part of the job yeah. description. And so media is a part of the job description. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, Naomi Osaka, do you know what Naomi Osaka in the age of social media could do? She could be the world's best tennis player and be it on Instagram. She could hold her own tennis matches. Do you know what the Logan, what the Paul brothers are doing right now? They're hosting their own fights, making millions. And if Naomi Osaka wanted to do that, she could say, hey, I'm going to go play. uh, I'm going to set up the celebrity match with uh, Ben McElroy and, or what's his name? McElroy, Greg, Greg, Greg McElroy and uh, Naomi Osaka. We're going to play against each other. We're going to see who's going to win, you know, and have everybody there and you make millions of dollars. If that's what you want to do. You don't have to talk to nobody in media because you're running the show. Yeah. You sign a contract. I, you just got, I, that's just how it is. Like, again, and, yeah. and sometimes it's not fair. I, I get that. Like, and I think people need to be aware of that. Like we said, Wimbledon should have been like, oh, okay. Sorry about that. I we didn't know. We just thought you wasn't showing up, and that's what we do for people that wasn't showing up. We'll rescind that fine, and you get healthy. Yeah, but Wimbledon and the Tennis Federation, or whatever it's called, they did not handle it correctly. Yeah. I don't think. But but I also I I don't know. Again, I don't. I'm I'm not an insider. I don't have insider sources. 
but I feel like there probably could have been some better communication from both parties as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, for, but, for but, sure. You know, that's okay. No one's no one is obligated to divulge their mental health. You know, the state of their mental You're health. You're not obligated. Not obligated, but, but it would have been a good got, idea. You are obligated to show up to work. If you are, you, you know, so, you get fired when you do a no call, no show. Yeah. So, but but that's what I'm saying. Like I, so I think communication could have been better on both sides. But all this, so this is the last thing I'm gonna say, and then we we're gonna move to Julio. But we'll to Julio. The reason that I think that that athletes should be required to talk to the media again is because that's where their revenue comes from. And if you're if you're curious as to why I can say that, look at the WNBA. Right, the WNBA doesn't get a lot of media coverage. And what is the WNBA fighting for right now? They want to get paid similar or the same as NBA players, which again, we can go back and forth as to why that's not a thing, but it all boils down to revenue. And where do NBA teams get majority of their revenue from their media contracts? The WNBA is not pulling in media contracts like that because if we're being honest, most people don't want to watch the WNBA. Which is a shame. It, it is. That's a crime because now, that's now good I will basketball. Say this. I will say this. It is tough when your season starts in the middle of the playoffs. Uh, that is true. NBA playoffs. That's just tough. That now, is true. I will say is th- this is June, so the finals would be happening. Uh, so, yeah. So, the, the, the finals would be happening uh, right now, you know, if it, if it wasn't for the bubble and the, the condensed season. So, their, their, their season normally starts, I guess, in the finals, roughly. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I, I, I think it's tough. But especially when the playoffs happen, these girls be hooping. And if you don't know Sabrina... I think her name is Sabrina. Inescu. If you don't know, is it her, Sabrina or Brittany? I think it's Sabrina. It's I think Sabrina. it's Sabrina. You're Sabrina. in. You're you're missing out. This girl is a hooper for real, she, and she is now in the State Farm commercials. Yeah. I heard someone describe her the other day, which at first I was like, eh, I don't love it, but then I, I like looked at her history, and I was like, maybe they described her as Kobe in a female's body, and I was like, I don't know that I. I was like, I don't know that I love that. But then I looked, and Kobe was her mentor. Yeah. So I'm like, Kobe had his hand. If Kobe was still alive, man, these women would have their money for real. I was like, eesh. But anyway, they're going to get their money. We're going to switch topics real quick. Our last topic, we're going to hit this and get off of this. We've been on here for too long. Here's the thing Julio Jones is now a member of the Tennessee Titans. This is what I would say. I think they're (laughs) back in the AFC championship. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask you. Where, with the addition of Julio, yeah, where are the Titans in the AFC as far as top, how whatever number of teams in your opinion? Hit that man with some low management, out of seventeen games, only let him play eleven. Make sure he's there for the playoffs, and I think they're I think they're right there with the the Mahomes of the world. See, it comes in my mind. It's weapons on weapons. AJ Brown. If you don't know AJ Brown, you're missing out. AJ Brown is a weapon. That, that Jones, he's a stud. Cody, our co-host right here, he just he schooled me a couple of months ago that Julio Jones is still producing. I thought he was uh, I thought he was getting old. Julio Jones is still receiving for a thousand twelve hundred yards. You know, like he's still fans. Let me tell you something. <laughs> At has this vendetta against Julio. Look, because he needed what was it three points? I needed two. One to tie, two to win. And Julio got, got him zero. nothing. I so, lost. So I AT, tied. I would have been great with that. He AT's a, AT's a little upset catch, about that. He's still a little bitter about that. But AT is also a realistic fan. So when I showed him, like, no, hey, Julio's still balling. 
Like, Julio's still balling, He man. was able to say, all right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. that's what I'm saying. If you got A.J. Brown, Julio, and then Keen Henry, this is why I think, this is why I think they, um, this is why I think they can beat the 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 likes of the Buffalo Bills, the likes of the um, the uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Ravens, because they are no longer one dimensional. They don't have to say or two dimensional. They don't have to say, okay, we're gonna hit AJ Brown on a vertical route, but we're gonna run King Henry forty five times. Like, look, I'm gonna run King Henry now twenty eight times, twenty five times. Give him twenty five attempts. But now I got Julio and AJ Brown. So what's gonna happen is I because they used to run him 40 something times or however many attempts they used to give him. I don't know. But they used to give him those attempts because they had to wear the defense down. They used to yeah. stack the box. And after a while, everybody describes Derrick Henry as a defensive end. Everybody describes him as a defensive end of running. So nobody wants to hit him in the fourth quarter, right? And so what I'm saying is. Now you don't have to worry about it. you don't have to wear them down because they can't stack the box against you. You got AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and people sleep on Ryan Tannehill. They sleeping on this man. This man is a good quarterback. He's not great, not a great quarterback. He's not the next coming, but he's a good quarterback. And he what I'll say that ball to yeah. Julio Jones and AJ Brown. What I will say is, uh, over the course of the past, Tannehill's been with the Titans now for two years, uh, two or three, three, something like that. Yeah. I think it's been. I think it's two. Over the course of the past two years, Ryan Tannehill has been a top three play action quarterback. How easy. Yeah. The reason I say play action is because he's not been a top three quarterback in the league. He's been top six, top 15, 16 stats wise yeah. in the league. But as far as play action passes go, which, you know, they have all these analytics and all these different stat categories and stuff that you can look at. Now, this is how I know this. He's, he's a top two or three. And you telling me we don't run play action. You gotta stop Derrick Henry or Julio Jones or AJ Brown. Yeah, so so this is why I, I saw the other day Nick Wright, who fans, no matter how you feel about Nick Wright, I don't love Nick Wright. I'll be honest, because sometimes I think he just puts out hot takes, and I, I I'm like I'm like I'm like bro, you don't even believe what you just said. But for the sake of the show, you're you're saying it right. You just Which said I could it be because you get ratings. Yeah, like I could. I'm be not. Wrong. I don't know. I don't Nick. Wright. But, I don't know Nick Wright. I mean, but I know he said him, he said the Tennessee Titans are the fifth best team in the AFC. And the teams he listed in, in front of the Titans were the Ravens. This is not in order, but the Ra- he said the Ravens, the Browns, the Bills, and the Chiefs. I, I can't get behind that. Yeah, I think they. I think with the addition of Julio Jones, because the Titans also have a nice defense, right? I think they're they, third. They're not, well, they're not the well, best last, defense. Last year, they were 24th. The year before that, they were 12th. So I think yeah. this year, they'll bounce back. They'll bounce back. I think they have a nice defense. They have good enough to where if Julio Jones is healthy, fully healthy, not nursing something, not just out there as the decoy, fully healthy with your ninth defense, I say they're, they're second to the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe third to Cleveland. The only thing that I don't mm. give Cleveland is they just, man, they just picked up, my, not Miles Garrett, um, Jadavion Clowney on defense, and that defense was stacked. You got the two-headed monster in um, Kareem Hunt and uh, – uh, uh, what's his name? Oh man, Chubb. what's that? Chubb, Nick Chubb. You got. I think they should trade Odell, honestly, and let Jarvis Lansing be the number one guy. Yeah, I think whatever. I agree. I think they should uh, too. But anyway, and uh, Baker Mayfield is coming on. So the yeah. Cleveland Browns. The only two good. teams right now that I'd put the Titans behind in the AFC are the Bills and the Chiefs. I, that, that's the only two. The only reason I wouldn't do the Bills is because the Bills got a better defense, but. They just got Stephon Diggs. But Stephon Diggs is nice. And Josh Allen can deliver that ball. He's a dual threat quarterback, but so is Ryan Tannehill. You 
You cover you cover Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and AJ Brown. You leave a running lane for well, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. you alive. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm not saying that the Bills are. I'm saying the only two teams that I could that for me that I would make a case for to be better than the Titans are the Chiefs and the Bills, because those were the two teams that played in the AFC Championship last year. Yeah, I you know just, what I'm saying. Like, so those are the only two. Like the Browns haven't proven it to me yet. Yeah, they're getting there, but the, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. think with but, and, the pickup of Jadavion Clowney opposite of Miles Garrett, I think that's yes, the greatest but, front seven. I've but ever as seen. our as our dear friend Andy Gerald loves to say, the they're Browns. they're the Browns. <laughs> the Browns they're still the Browns. Browns. Yeah, that's the Browns how we Browns. end the episode. The, yeah, Browns, the, Browns, are the Browns, Browns are the Browns. And listen, <laughs> Cleveland fans, if you don't like it, understand. You can't handle the truth. It is what can't it is. It. it is what it, it is. Okay. Go to a barbecue. So I'm I'm telling you, the Titans. I think the Titans are the second or third best team in the league. Um, because you're going to have to sack the box, stop Derrick Henry, and then you're going to have to double team one or the other, Julio or AJ, and then whoever you don't double is in single coverage. And we've already seen AJ Brown can beat single coverage. We've seen Julio Jones beat triple coverage. So I don't like singling up either one of them, you know, oh, not to mention yeah, Tannehill yeah. can run. I don't, I don't even know who their tight end is, but it doesn't matter. Running back in the league. In the league. Yeah. So I think they're going to be great. But again, Chiefs and the Bills are the only teams I'd put over them. At has put it said Chiefs and probably the Browns, but again, maybe I can I can see but, why people see it, say it, but, but I, I I think they're I mean, number two to the Chiefs. But but the Browns are and the Browns only because <laughs> the Chiefs replace their off their their, their two their left their and their right tackles. Yeah. That's the only reason, you know. <laughs> but anyway, and and they re up a little bit on offense. So yeah, I mean that the Chiefs are gonna be great. But love you guys. Hey, if you agree with us or disagree with us, let us know. Are we let crazy about the Titans? We Are we be. crazy about athletes talking to the media? Are we, we crazy be. about about the Bucks? Nope. Are we crazy about these number ones and number twos? <laughs> like, who, let, us know, you, let us know. What mm, do you want us to mm, talk about mm. next week? Should the Titans trade for Aaron Rodgers? No, the the Packers should have traded for Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> They're not keeping Aaron Rodgers, man. Get that man out of there. Let I, him go. I, I'm, I'm Send starting him gently to, into that good night. Man. I'm starting to agree with you more and more. But fans, anyway. let us know on our Instagram at calling underscore all underscore fans. Let us know. DM us, PM us, whatever it's called. I don't really know. Just let us know what you think. Do you agree? Disagree? Are we spot on? Are we? Are we there? Like, are y'all like man? Y'all are doing Stephen A. and Max's job, and I actually like listening to y'all better. Let us Whoop. know. Yes, let us know. But above all else, I need y'all to do one thing for me. I need y'all to stay fans, huh? stay biased. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the next one. Catch you on the next one. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Hey fans, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.